Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Wednesday. It's Wednesday, November 15th, 2017. Can you believe it? We're already halfway through November. It's unreal. I'm Jeremiah Isley here on Board Games FM for Theology of Games, and I need your help. So for those of you who are in the know, you know that this week there are actually two major cons going on. There's BGG Con down in Texas, and there's also PAX Unplugged, which is the first ever strictly board gaming PAX show that's taking place in Philadelphia. Now, ironically enough, there's four of us on this station, and none of us are going to any of these conventions. So here's where you it come, you guys come in. We need your help. If you're going to PAX Unplugged or BGGCon, we want you to call in with your coverage of the con. Let us know what's hot, what's cool, what, what crazy booth is there that's doing nutty stuff, what awesome games are being demoed, what prototypes are on the table that are fun and exciting and people really need to know about. Let us know what's going on. Use the call-in feature here in the Anchor app, and we'll post your segments as soon as we get them. And let us know. We want to. We are so jealous if you're there and we're not. We want to know what's going on. But we also want to bring coverage to everybody who listens to our station. So if you are going, use the call-in feature, sound off, cover these cons for us. Please, we need your help. All right. We'll we'll be hopefully we'll be hearing from everybody very soon. Thanks so much for listening and calling in. I'm Jeremiah Isley with Board Games FM. Hey everybody, welcome back to Board Games FM. This is AJ Skifstad. Today, um just going to talk about some games hitting the table tonight and um just a mechanism that I really enjoy related to one of these games. But as you know, a couple weeks ago, I was really excited on What Will You Play Friday to get a Euro to the table, which I never did do. I was never able to get a Euro to the table. I really wanted to play um, several different ones in my collection. Several of them were Steffenfeld games. And tonight, one of those is going to hit the table. It's going to be Castles of Burgundy. Now, you heard me talk about that in a follow-up broadcast and how much I enjoyed the insert for Meeple Realty uh, for that game. It just takes that game to a whole new level by allowing you to set up the game uh, very quickly and allowing you to maintain the game from round to round very quickly. If you've played it, you know you have to put tons of little hexes out each round. And there's six rounds, five, five or six rounds, that you have to go through and do that. So. What this insert does is it gives you a way to put all the different colored tiles in different slots and so you can pull them randomly because you know where they're at and um, rather than just have to scatter them all over your table, they're just already in a nice neat stack. It's awesome. Not to mention they give you a dice tower for each player that holds each player's components. You don't have to use the dice towers to roll. They're they're little little dice towers, but um, they're definitely a cool way to hold on to those components. So. Castles of Burgundy is being played tonight. Love that game. Check out the insert for it. I think you'll really enjoy it if you have the game but don't have the insert. You'll take a look at it and say, wow, I might need that. 
Um, but the other game that I wanted to talk about and the mechanism I wanted to talk about was is, is called Isle of Sky by Mayfair, uh, Mayfair Games. It was up for Kennerspiel Das Jahr in um, 2016, I believe. I can't remember what won that year. Maybe it won. I can't remember. In any case, I love this game. It's a tile placement game um, that you're trying to collect the most victory points through your tile placement. And before I get into it, I want to say that the way that you score it changes every time. There's going to be four different um, scoring mechanisms that you're looking for. At, at, at the top of the main player board, there's there's the scoring mechanism, and they change every time. I think there's 16 to choose from, and even more if you go to uh, bgg.com, and you can buy, I think, some extra ones that they've released. So I, that's one of my favorite mechanisms in all of gaming is that um, variant scoring mechanism. One of my favorite games of all time, you've heard me talk about it in some of the Theology of Games uh, podcast, is um, Kingdom Builder. Kingdom Builder uses the same technique. You're going to draw uh, three scoring mechanisms for each game, and that's what you're going to place your settlements upon is those scoring mechanisms. That's how you're going to know how to place them. I love that. Another game that we do that in is Sargrada. It's a newer game. I believe it was a 2017 release, uh, early 2017 release. Um, and Sargrada, you're, you're building a stained glass window using colorful dice and you're trying to make your dice and the pips on the dice align in certain ways that match up with the scoring mechanisms that you draw at the beginning of the game. It could be color combinations, it could be diagonals, squares, um, it could be pip combinations on the dice. It's just awesome. I love when you change the scoring mechanisms for the game because it always makes you have a new strategy each time you play. Um, so with Isle of Sky that's hitting the table tonight, you have that mechanism. And what you do on every turn is each player draws three tiles from the bag and they put a price on each one using their money. And one of them they're going to axe. They're going to put back into the bag. And um, at the same time, everybody reveals. And you see how much worth each tile is to each player. Now, you can take your remaining money that you didn't place on tiles and begin to buy tile a tile from another player based upon what they priced it at. Then you put that tile in your kingdom, and it's awesome. Whatever's left over that you put a price on at the end of the round, you have to pay for with the money you put on it. So there's like this bidding mechanism. You want as much as you're going to put on that tile. You want that much money or you're willing to pay that much money because you don't know. So it's an awesome game. You place your tiles in. You begin to score victory points based upon the way you place them and the scoring mechanisms. Check it out. Isle of Sky hitting my table tonight. Castles of Burgundy hitting my table tonight. What's hitting your table? Check us out at theologyofgames.com. See you. Hey, this is Cameron calling in on the mix between digital and um, analog and board games. I see using an app or using a, a program kind of like a mechanic. Or just because you like dice rolling doesn't mean that you like every die, um, dice rolling game. Or just because you like card drafting doesn't mean you like every card drafting game. And With digital, uh, a game that implements it really well is awesome. But just because a game has it, like that can be used in a poor implementation of that mechanic. I think Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition does this really well. Um, because using an app... Um, like like you mentioned, takes away some of the table or the um, just like stat tracking, but it also helps out um, 
with the co-op aspect of the game of making it feel like you are actually playing against the computer. See you later.